I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, Awesomes. Welcome back to Awesome Today. I'm your host, Meg Teets. I am joined today on this first Monday of October by my husband, all the time husband, sometimes partner in crime. All the time Brit to your Ashley. <laughs> that took me a second. That's yeah, that's well, a very niche reference. We'll make it a mystery that people can post their okay. solution to in the group. All right, good. Everyone loves a mystery. Happy October to you. Happy October. This is, in fact, the month of Oktoberfest, the beer celebration of one of my people's but you don't like beer, so how are you going to celebrate? Um, I'll probably resort to embracing others of my peoples, the Irish side. Mm. Let's talk about that more in a minute. Okay. Um, so, yeah, here we are again. And we've got some things. in And the, some stuff. Some stuff and some things. Stuff and things. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Why is this? This is triggering a core memory for me. Okay, when I was a junior in high school, mm-hmm. I was in drama. What? You? <laughs> yep. You're the drama? I was the drama, as it turned out. I actually kind of was the drama, especially when it came to this specific moment. I was in drama, and so was my longtime high school boyfriend, Todd. Mm. And and his name does describe him well. He was a Todd. <laughs> <laughs> That's no offense to anyone. I just was being a weirdo. Okay. Never mind me. Yeah. So. I'm just your Brit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically you can only say, oh my gosh, are you serious? That's Seriously? crazy. Um, okay. So anyway, high school drama, we had to perform at competition as you do when you're in high school and whatever little organization you're in, you go yes. and you do these competitions yeah and i memorized a monologue no 
Todd and I, my boyfriend at the time and I, it couldn't have been a monologue because there's two people there's, in it. So that would, by yep. definition, be dialogue. <laughs> we did. Or biologue? I don't know. Is that a thing? Uh, two people. Duologue. Duologue. That sounds even better and much better than a Yule log, <laughs> as we all know. So we memorized this scene from some dumb play, but the only thing I remember about it, besides the fact that I don't think we scored very well, is that the name of the play that we were performing the scene from was called And Stuff, and it was written by a man named Peter D. And so for like the rest of my life, living in my brain is the necessity for any time I say something about And Stuff, like that instantly pops up and I'm like, And Stuff by Peter D. Peter Dick and Stuff. (laughs) Wow, that was not where I was going to take that. That's all I could think of. I was just waiting my turn to talk. (laughs) Okay. So let's talk about some things we watched. We did watch some things. What did you watch? So I love a Netflix documentary, and I mean capital L-O-V-E. Love Mm -hmm. them. And lowercase Netflix, because they continue to hemorrhage viewers. They got no hemorrhaging from me, because I'm all in on this. It's true. We've always been trend followers, (laughs) rather than trend setters. (laughs) For sure, for sure, yes. So, um, one Netflix true crime adjacent. Uh, this is a this is a realm I like to call low crime. Oh, okay, that's fascinating. Yes, I appreciate you creating a name for it. I I appreciate myself for that. Um, these are crimes that are actually yes, they're against the law, but no one gets murdered. No one. It's gets like jaywalking. Yeah, it's the jay- and cursing and spitting on the sidewalk. Well, if you want to take it that far, I guess you could. It's like the jaywalking of true crime realm Perfect. is low crime okay well someone should spit on the sidewalk that used to be that used to be quite the crime oh, oh. okay i'll well, keep that in mind back in the era where women wore dresses past oh, the ankle length you yes. were you were a real d-bag if you were a sidewalk spitter okay good yeah punishable <laughs> yeah as you should be yeah Netflix came out with just in the past week or so they dropped the real bling ring hollywood heist Okay. okay, okay. So this tells the story, which I do not remember this happening in real time, but apparently it was kind of a big deal when it did happen. A group of teenagers in Los Angeles or the Los Angeles area. When? That's all I can... This is... Heavy age. Yeah. When? When I tell you when, you're going to understand why I don't remember this happening. Okay. Took place in Los Angeles, a group of teenagers robbing the homes of celebrities like Paris Hilton, Orlando Bloom, Rachel mm. Bilson. This was... What they steal from Orlando Bloom? Um, he had women's this, underpants. No, this applies to you though. From his collection of conquests, <laughs> he had dirty man. He Sorry. had a collection of vintage Rolex watches that they oh, stole. Vintage. Interesting. That's hard to fence. Don't ask me how I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Eventually they did stop, uh, the big, big heists because they could not find anybody who could fence the items. That's right. That's right. Correctly. Stealing the wrong thing. Yeah. Anyway, um, this took place in like the era of like 2006, 2007, 2008. Where, okay, where okay. was I in those years? Six, seven, and eight. I feel like you were pregnant and barefooted for yeah. at least a portion yes, of that, a long portion of that time. Very small children. And the internet was not as integrated into our lives. This was pre iPhone. Yeah, we still had dial up. That's not true, but it feels like it should be. Did we have dial-up? No. No, not in those years. But it wasn't the internet that we have It today. certainly wasn't fast. No. Not not like we have today, where if a page takes more than two seconds to load, we're like, is the Wi-Fi right. down? Today, your motto is you like your internet like you like your men, fast and quick. What? Fast and furious? Something. 
Anyway, I was not paying attention to news or pop culture or anything like that during the era. So this documentary was all news to me. I was like watching it unfold in real time, even though it happened over 10 years ago. I'll be honest. I don't think I've heard anyone say Orlando Bloom's name in the same time frame that he's not been robbed now since then. Okay. So this is like a three-part... You have text message interruption. I don't know why this is happening. It's you, on Do Not Disturb. Is it, though? Yeah, it is. But you allowed a violator named one of our daughters? Yeah, apparently. Okay. Sorry about that, everybody. That annoying ding. That wasn't your phone going off. It was mine. That was Megan's dingy. This documentary uh, series has like three parts to it. It's a very fast read. Nope, not read. Fast watch. I can see how you'd confuse the two. Because I have to watch everything with subtitles now. So I am reading while I'm watching. Um, I was just going to say because you read books by listening to them. See? But it's a whole multi-century it's, You've, you've completely messed the bed on both of those deals. <laughs> you've conflated the two. Um, they don't know come here from Sikkim. Yes. This was fascinating. It's told by the actual kids, two of them anyway. Who The, the actual thieves? Yes. Holy moly. <laughs> yes. This is what I'm... Did I bury the lead on this? You did. Okay. It's narrated by them. They are... Uh, not in the same room. They are not friends yes. now. They're and- also not reformed. Don't kid yourself. <laughs> the criminal justice system did not reform them. It was just a wildly fascinating little docu-series. Gosh, it sounds like it. I, I want to listen to it. It's a documentary, so you I can close my eyes it. and listen. Okay. And I can read it like a book with my ears. Now, speaking of going to sleep while you're watching something, mm. last night I started but did not get very far into another Netflix docuseries explaining what happened in 2020 with the GameStop stock. Oh, yeah, yeah. Craziness. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it's called. I think the name of the docuseries is called Eat the Rich. Okay. And then it's like GameStop something explained. That's It's a... I can't speak to the documentary and to whether or not I think it's accurate or whatever. But that was, is, it's a thing that continues. They refer to them now as meme stocks. Yes. It is a fascinating phenomenon that when the online community gets a yep. hold of yes. something, whatever... Be- <sighs> I have so many words on this. Am I okay to vomit words in Yes, I knew. See, when I was watching it, I was like, should I have Kyle come in here and watch this, or is this going to make him mad? Yeah, yeah. No, it just would have made me mad over the inaccuracies. Yes, okay. So, yeah. In the world of investing, anybody that's looking at fundamentals, Mm -hmm. balance sheets and earnings and stuff, right? They're called, let's say it together on three. One, two, three. Retail investors. (laughs) That's what I learned in the documentary. Yeah, you didn't see enough. it. Well, I didn't know where you, I thought. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the R word, and I was like, "You can't say that. You have to edit oh now." Gosh. Um, Hello. They're honest. Yeah. Nope, not going to say that. Do I'm you know what gonna, I mean I'm when I say? You, yes, I do. Okay, yes, I do. The, these are traditional investors, right? Well, retail and traditional are two different groups. There are plenty of institutional funds who oh, operate under. Okay. okay. A a traditional perspective, which was at one time, at least claimedly, this fundamental analysis, looking at balance sheets, looking at earnings, looking at projections and growth and quarterly earnings and P.E. ratios and all this stuff. And at least what I've discovered, and I'm, hey, everybody's got to find their own way if they're going to get into this. I'm not selling investment advice as we speak here. (laughs) In fact... 
not not may and all the disclaimers and things. Yes. Um, I've never been able to look at fundamental guidance in it for an investment and see that that figures into any kind of timely decision. Okay. In fact, I can see a lot of instances where when, it, when guidance is to hold, you should not have it. When guidance is to sell, you should be looking to buy. When guidance is to buy, it's too late. It's like such a laggard indicator but that's what that world is. And so this is so fascinating to me that through just chitter chatter on Reddit, which is a huge place where yes, this happens, that's pretty much the whole story, as well as yes. other places that the entirety of everything has thrown the fundamental world into a ass over tea kettle scenario. Yes. And basically all of these Redditors, if you will, yep. took hundreds of millions of dollars from the fundamental people who were like, it shouldn't be doing this and said that it was yes. and it did. And everybody else made a lot of money at the hands of yeah. those who were insistent that things should behave in a certain way because these metrics said something. Yes, This See? is my whole experience mm -hmm. as somebody trying to figure out markets. I think if you can set aside your righteous indignation about the things that they do not say accurately, I think you might find it interesting to watch. Probably I don't would. Know. Probably would. I'd probably wish that I wrote it. <laughs> probably so. So again, that was the real bling ring about the teenage heisters of celebrities and then Eat the Rich, both on Netflix. That's what I watched. Also, Watcher, the YouTube channel, came out with a new episode of their Ghost Files series, which I talked about last week with Shane and Ryan. My heart's so happy that... Awesome fam member Shell also loves yeah. Shane and Ryan as much as I do. Isn't and I I don't mean to be a, a Shell fan girl here, but I don't know why. I always feel deeply rewarded when I figure out that Shell likes something that I like. Yes. I feel it's like I'm validated. Valid. Yes, yes. Validating. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um what was I gonna say? Oh, okay. Someone pointed this out on the YouTube comments, and I would say this is so true. What Shane and Ryan and the Watcher team are doing with Ghost Files is really incredible in that they are making TV. Like yeah, when you're watching yeah. it, you do not feel like you are watching, oh, this is a YouTube channel doing this. The production value, even if you don't believe in ghosts, the production and value. And how dare you, might I add? How dare you? <laughs> the production Come value. spend the night in our living room. You'll no, change your no. mind. Yes. Yeah, you'll be like, what was that? What was that? Yeah. If we set it's up. It's not just me walking through in my skivvies to drink out of the milk jug in the middle of the night. <laughs> I don't do that. No. We don't even have milk, do we? <laughs> we have a little milk. <laughs> little milk around for cereal. Just That's enough. Funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, it would be so fascinating to set up all of their ghost hunting equipment in our house just for one night and be like, It'd probably all blow up and catch on fire and burn our house down. <laughs> probably so. Which might not be a bad thing. I just, I can't. We're insured. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. There may be a clause in there that specifically says, if you <laughs> <Yeah>. try. <laughs> it's from ghost hunting. You foot the bill. Yes. This whole <laughs> policy is null and void if you try ghost hunting in this house. That's how haunted our house is. <laughs> I would agree. I would agree. Um, I just, I really just have to say this again. I cannot emphasize strongly enough that what they're doing is really remarkable. It's so much fun. These are like hour long episodes. They're just they're they're fantastic. You really do feel like you're watching a show on, you know, Discovery Plus or whatever channel does the 
you know, the, the bulk of the ghost hunting stories these days. Right, right. But these, I, don't, I just, I'm so proud of them for how much they've grown as, um, really now as like TV showrunners, you know, and right. just think that how they started out on YouTube. I don't know. It's really great. It's so, this, this is how, I love it. This is how the world advances. Yes. Somebody has an idea and they do a thing and thank goodness. And fascinatingly, technology keeps up to the point where the camera on your iPhone is more powerful than what Hollywood existed on for decades, yeah. if not a century. Yeah. And so, yeah. And they're figuring out some of the things that are currently done, but they're also throwing their own twist on it. Yes. And I applaud that deeply. So there's that. And again, I will link to the Watcher channel. So if you are interested, if your interest is piqued by my raving on and on about how good Ghost Files is. Well, then this one was about what specifically? Alcatraz. Alcatraz. The ghosts of Alcatraz. Listen, I feel like, I feel like this is the moment that they've, they've come into the realness of everything yes. because Alcatraz... I don't care who makes a show about Alcatraz. It's probably worth watching. Yes. Okay. Well, I'll send you the link to that one specifically. Or you could not fall asleep we before can watch I it come together? to bed and we can watch it together. Okay. Bye bye me. All right. Now, speaking of spooky, scary things that mm. are difficult to fall asleep disturbing. to. Disturbing. Not spooky or scary, just disturbing. disturbing. I got somehow, I tricked myself. That's always both disappointing and exciting because you can't blame anyone. It's a guilty thing. I don't know. Um, I've been watching Netflix's little series on Dahmer. Mm -hmm. Listen, there's moments I, I wrestled with whether or not to talk about this because there are moments where I'm watching it where I guess because of latent influences that shaped me as I grew up, I feel embarrassed Really, to admit that I'm watching some of the content that's there and enjoying it. Yeah. Um, you're not enjoying it like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, no, it's not like, that's how I'll kill people. Jam, he looks delicious. It's not, no, it's not like that. Jeff. That's, that's freaky. Jeff, not Jeff. Jim. Did also, I say Jim? I think you said Jim. I don't know. If I did, I blacked out, and I'm sorry. Or maybe you said, damn, that looks delicious. I, I don't think know. I said, damn. Oh, okay. Well, okay. also Jeff well, Dahmer. So. Jeff, that looks delicious. <laughs> Might I dine with you, sir? No, I don't want to do that. That's gross. Um, it's... I will throw a criticism. Okay. It's not a harsh criticism. They've they've gone I only know how to refer to this now as the Tarantino format. Oh, right, right, right. Where you leap back and forth through time with things. In fairness to them, I've also been piddling on my phone and doing a few things at times. As the show runs. You piddle on your phone? Yes, that's, I do. Don't you know that's bad for your That's iPhone? why I wrap my phone in saran wrap. Because <laughs> of all the piddling? Free, free sponsor, saran wrap. It's good for phone piddling and many other things you'll do in your life. I Would you rather I say diddling? What, what do you want me to say? Just say play around on your phone. Well, that sounds far more disturbing to me. Because I'm technically not on it. That's even creepier to think about, especially when you've watched some of the Dahmer show and what he is on, which at one time was a mannequin, Okay. which is much like a phone of yesteryear. Yes. So I, I pulled it all together there. Yeah. Um, they don't always announce in a way that's meaningful to help you walk the timeline. And for me, numbers and years and things, um, outside of something that's immediately applicable to my memories... Somebody wants to throw up, you know, 1982. I don't, I don't think I have a memory that I can tie 
1982. Mm-hmm. So when they're showing that, then that, that date doesn't stick in my head. And so then they're like, 1988, and I can't remember, was that before or after the last number? And it gets all confusing. Um, so that part's a little wishy-washy, and it's probably only my problem and no one else's. Sounds like a you problem, frankly. That's fine. That's fine. I'll... Uh, I'll be angry with you later for crapping on me in front of everyone else. But anyway. Well, I'll just have to diddle it. <laughs> yeah, she does regularly as one of my punishments. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter what I say. It doesn't matter. You always have to take it one more level. It's self-defense. It is mental karate. Yeah, I guess so. So anyway, that that's a part that I've wrestled with a little bit. Just in terms of, okay, wait, did this happen before or after okay. the last scene that they showed? Right, 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 um, right. But so aside, same, aside, aside from that, go so ahead. within the same episode, it's bouncing timelines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, especially, okay. especially after. Episode one's pretty straightforward, and it's the end. Yeah. And then everything after that, yeah, you really start to dance around. And it seems like with each progressive ed- episode that there's more time dancing that goes on. Okay. Which is different. Time dancing is different than phone diddling. <laughs> They're, Indeed, they are. They rhyme. They're one, cousins, but not everybody's invited to the family reunion. One requires saran wrap, and one does not. It, true. Although both might benefit from it, we don't know yet. We've not tried all the things. Yeah. It's there's there's parts that are really rough, really rough. In fact, and I don't know if it's episode four or five, somewhere in that range. I'm watching right now. the The theme behind it is heartbreaking. No. Nope. This. this Just, one this one victim they go into detail about that man's life and it's it is wrenching to okay. watch so if you're if you're sensitive there will be things here to feel sensitive about you got to decide yes if you want to pursue it or not you thought i was going to spoil it i don't spoil things. oh i didn't think you were going to spoil it but i did think you were going to say something that disturbed me right here in Mm-mm. this moment not Mm-mm. even watching it so well i will it'll have nothing to do with the show i disturb you <laughs> regularly <laughs> Um, yes, and I will say once again, I have to put my music cozy, my headphones mm-hmm. on, and turn on my own thing to go to sleep. It's not it's not your jam, for sure. For sure. Even though, again, I do like true crime, but there, I have my own boundaries in true crime. This one gets too real. It's for you. obviously for you. real, because it's based on a real story. But even, so, that's in fact what true crime is, my yes, friend. Yes, okay, it is true. And crime. True and crime together yes. equals I said true crime. My friend, ironically, in that moment, I was. You said it sardonically, even. Sardonically? Yes. What a great vocabulary. Thank word. you. Um, yeah, I don't do serial killer stuff. I don't do things with um, children being harmed right, in any right. way. And so this one, I'm out on this one. But I am glad that you have found something that is. I'm not. Well, you you know you can stop watching it. I can't. You have my I've, permission. I feel compelled. I can't stop watching it. Okay. I, I've wanted to a few times, but it is good. It is good. It's just a, it's it's all a matter of what your what a person's threshold for tolerance is on things. I don't think anybody would walk away scarred from it. It's obviously it's wildly popular right now. Yeah, it is. It sure is. There's definitely though some some challenging parts. Okay, reading. I speak as a man of the world. <laughs> yes, you do. I don't even know what that means. Well, Go ahead. This seems like it fit there. Reading. I started a new book, Lightly, on audio. I'm having a hard time getting into it, although it does have a lot of happy reviews and happy buzz around it, so I'm mm-hmm. going to stick with it. 
I just haven't had, it's a little bit of a slow start for me. It's by an author who goes by one name, which I admire and respect. Uh, Delamock. Delamhawk? Delamock. Delamhatch? No T? No T? I don't know. I guess it could be. Um, And it's called The House Witch, a humorous romantic fantasy. Humorous romantic fantasy sounds like it was written specifically for me. So I'm going to stick with it. Okay. I just need I just need to kind of you know in the beginning, especially in fantasy genre books, it takes a minute because they gotta build the world for right. you so that right. you understand what what's our context here. What are the rules of this particular fantasy world that we're in? Absolutely, so. that's a brilliantly insightful point. It's almost like I have, have a degree in English. It's almost like I read a book, but none of the classics. And am I worse for the wear? Yes. Am I a worse person because of that? Marginally, yes. <laughs> Although you'd never know because you haven't read them. Just think who you could be <laughs> if you'd ever read. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay. The Gift, The Pearl, two I've short stories. I've read The Pearl. Those are short stories. Oh, so that's your cutoff. If it's a long story, you can't participate? I've read plenty of classics, just not a lot of classics. The Count of Monte Cristo? No. See, no. Who wrote it, though? You I will be, it, but you William don't. Defoe. No. What? William Defoe's actor, <laughs> you maniac. I just blurted out a name. I was hoping it'd slide by. I don't know. Alexander I don't know. Alexander Dumas. Yeah, that's what I said, Dumas. <laughs> you thought I said Defoe. Listen to my, I'm enunciating my syllables, Dumas. Okay. It's spelled like dumbass with it no B. It's spelled like that, yes, which is why high school kids really like to read. Yeah, no, that's a, that's one everyone should read. That is an incredible story, especially when you, you can enjoy the story first and then go look for all the Ooh. allegorical meaning later. Strong, strong Okay, well, that was a perfect segue. Wait, first, do you have any reads that you need to talk about? Not that the people care about. Okay. I have listened. Okay, now we're in the mm-hmm. listen category. I Again, I mentioned this last week, and just get used to it, everybody, because it's going to be on the docket for a while. I am continuing to listen to past Taylor Swift mm-hmm. that I did not listen to because I just wasn't dialed into Swift fandom, what? I was gonna, glaring at me. No, no, it's not a glare. Okay. It's not a glare. This is a glare. Oh, That's okay. a different look yeah. for anybody that can't see <laughs> this, this audio, audio thing. Um, I, I clearly visually enunciated the differences. Okay. Trust me and not Meg. Okay. Are you aware? Certainly you have to be aware of her battle over her early recordings. Oh, yes, of course. Okay. Yeah. And are you aware that she has decided that she will re-record all of that stuff. Yeah, not only has she decided, she started she doing it. She has started the process. Yes. And, and, and it's a big and. Okay. Did you know that she was asked to be the halftime show of the upcoming Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and she turned it down? Mm-hmm. You knew this? Uh, yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, then fine. Wherever all my thunder went, someone stole it. <laughs> It's been stolen right out of your bag. She turned it down because she said she wanted to finish what she started of re-recording all of this. And I respect that. I do, too. I absolutely do. That is a huge, huge milestone moment for many artists and performers to do the halftime show. Yes. And her commitment to her work is that she wanted to continue focusing on this. And I do respect that. And speaking of respecting her, like... I just, 
am blown you away. You asked her out on a date, and she said yes, and you're leaving me? Yes. Okay. That I was going to be at the end of the you know episode, what? but you spoiled it. In our prenups, that was one of the names that I forgot about. I would, I would walk away. Our imaginary prenup. Was, yes. So, fair enough. We have I a walk-away you list. Well, we did for you. That's, I didn't ask for one, oh, mistakenly. I was say, who's on your walk-away yeah, list? I, I didn't think to ask. I blew it. I was not thinking. <laughs> we were so young. We just... In fact, I feel like in jest, because I, I had no interest, I was just like, ah, whatever, Paul Rudd. And mm-hmm. in fairness, I reached out, and he's shown no interest. But Taylor evidently agreed to your... Paul Rudd is on both of our lists. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if you divorced me to marry Paul Rudd... Yeah, you'd be like, I respect that. I would be like, okay, and that's fine, but I will be your pool boy. <laughs> And Paul and I will have our own thing. Okay, that's fair. It's, Paul's a beautiful man. I would agree with you. And he's hilarious. Yes, exactly. Okay. I'd like to I'd like to hang out with him. Oh my. Wow. That was a dog snoring, not anyone passing I wind. The mic got that. I don't know. That was strong though. Um seriously, I would I would take a job and I don't I don't need another job, but I would take a job serving drinks at Paul Rudd's hosted get together just to be an earshot. He's a hilarious man, yeah, he and is. I appreciate him deeply. <laughs> Don't do it. What you're thinking about the TikTok sound? <laughs> no, 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 no. I know I wasn't until you said it. That's <laughs> devastatingly invasive, and I would never mention that. Okay, never mention that. Yeah. Do, do not look up Paul Rudd TikTok <laughs> audio clips. Terribly, terribly offensive. Everyone's going to do it now. I'm going to put one in the group so that oh, people who are shit. not on the TikTok will... I'll put a I'll put a warning label on it. You should. Yeah. Anyway, Taylor Swift is a fantastic songwriter, and her lyrics are so complex. And mm-hmm. I mean... Unique it, to her station in life, too. Yeah, yeah. And that's interesting. Yeah. That's, I, that's what makes it so blah, amazing. Yes. She's going to go re-record. She's going to go recreate a place that she's no longer in to re-record this old content. Right. Well, and don't forget the fact that this month, October 21st, her new album comes out, Midnight. Right. Yeah. So she's not slowing down with current stuff. Right. At the same time, she's redoing the old things. Yes. She's quite a talent. She really is. And Any... I mean that sincerely. I'm really enjoying listening to this the back catalog. Yes. Anybody who wants to hate on her because she flies around on a private jet, but also I cares forgot. about the environment, yeah. just look aside. Look yeah. aside. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Lifestyle. Oh, we got some lifestyle things. You brought into our family an, an agent mm. of chaos. Yeah. I felt like that's where this was going. You were going to... Blame it on me. It wasn't my womb that was poisonous and created this monster. It was yours. It's because, and I do have to take credit for this, I guess, on some level, in a weird way. He is pure Gemini energy. Yeah. Like, it is just chaos. The boy born within two days of your birthday. One day. One day of your birthday. It was more than 24 hours, if you look at actual birth times, and so yeah, I defaulted okay. to... Okay, that's fair. It's mathematically and... Uh, it's, yes. Statistically correct yes. to say that. Um, he's such an agent of chaos, and he has he is in that mode where You're speaking of Nico Gus. Of course. I'm sorry. I didn't clarify. Yeah, yeah. Nico. Niklaus. What did we say his name should have been? Oh, shoot. I shouldn't have brought this up, because oh, now I can't remember. We thought of a better middle name than um, Augustine for him. Yes. Anyway. Um, Damien. <laughs> <laughs> Legion. 
he is three and he is destroying our house around us. Like epically. And it's shit I would never think to do. Not only that, but one thing he did get from you, and I will not be denied on how true this is, is he is very sneaky. Okay. You are sneaky. Listen. And especially when you were a kid, you had undeniable sneakiness. You, You equate sneakiness with just a general quietness. No, no. I don't. I think you do. No. And I would like for you to recount for the people, although old school Awesome Today fam will know this story, recount for the people what happened to the ba- bottle of Diamond Tap. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, it was grape and it was delicious. And what did you do with it? How old were you? I... Three, and I drank it all one teaspoon at a time. Sneaking into the bathroom. It was like taking shots at the bar, and I just ended up drinking the whole bottle. And yes, poison control was called, and they said it's fine. So long as he doesn't pass out and die, then it's fine. That is some Nico-level shit right there. I would like to add, because we've never discussed this, and I think it's an important component. My mom was gone. Yeah. And your my, dad was my in dad, charge. My dad was responsible <laughs> for watching me. And it was quiet. And when dads hear quiet, they're like, oh, thank God. That's what I wanted. When moms hear quiet, they're like, what is happening? <laughs> she must be disturbed. It was disturbed. a very different response system. <laughs> yes. And so, yes, I did drink a whole bottle of Dimetap. But it was one shot at a time. <laughs> and I just want to... Underline and underscore the fact that you snuck it, okay? No, I didn't I didn't sneak. I just didn't celebrate it. And there's a difference. Okay. Well Nico has acquired that skill. Because he's not sneaky. He is sneaky. No. How did the spaghetti get into the French press? Which indeed. And you spilled the spaghetti beans. Yes, the French press coffee maker was full <laughs> of cooked spaghetti. I don't even I don't think we even had cooked spaghetti in the house. He thought he he was like went around the neighborhood and found it at the neighbor's house and rammed it down. He French pressed it down in there. It was amazing. Like how? Like why? I don't know. I, evidently, say. though, it was a compulsion he could not deny. Late late last night, AJ texted me. I was already asleep, but she texted me in. In true righteous anger, why is everything off of my shelves? He had gone in there at some point and just like she has meticulously, with great thought and intention, put knickknacks and paddywhacks and ephemera on her bookshelves, and he had completely destroyed it. And I had no idea he was even in there. He is 
in fairness. So one, there there are a lot of times where he can't be quiet. Right. Which only makes it that much more fascinating. Like when he comes in our room at one in the morning, he's like, Mom, I blah, and starts telling me a story about his dream about ghosts under the bed. Yes. That, yes. Yes. Because our house is haunted. So that's legit on his part. There, but there's many times just even in the day-to-day that he, he can't shut up. He can't be quiet. But then what we've recognized, what we're marveling at, is these recent like bursts of moments where... How was he? How was he quiet? We didn't think he could be quiet. Yep. How was he quiet long enough to dismantle her shelf? How was he quiet long enough to find cooked spaghetti yeah. and ram it down into the French press? I came home yesterday from being gone with Daisy all morning for an orchestra audition. In fairness, that was the equivalency of my dad watching me drink yep. Dimetap. Yep, because as soon as I, I walked, was watching and not watching. As soon as I walked in the door, Nico greets me with black marker all over his face and now arms. I, I knew that had happened. But you don't know when it happened or no, how, right? I do, because he'd also colored all over his shirt, and John Kyle lost his ever-loving mind. And I heard him from downstairs saying, Dad's going to spank you! <laughs> and all kinds of threats and things. And then I stopped, because I didn't want to see. If you see it, you have to confront it. Yeah, you just and closed so your door. <laughs> I, heard, I heard them coming up the stairs. He was, John Kyle was leading Nico up the stairs to do the official tattling. Yes. And I heard them on the stairs, and I was just like, it's fine. Put a new shirt on him and send him downstairs. It's fine. Your mother will be home in a half an hour. There's Dimetap in the bathroom. (laughs) Just go shot by shot. Don't guzzle it. I know from personal experience. So it's just literally one thing after another. Now he's sleeping right now. Yes. Thank God. He does still cram a nap in every now and again. He runs so hot he needs the nap. The level of chaos that this three-year-old is capable of. Well, you found a rolling pin in the front yard. I did also. Yep, that happened. How does that happen? I mean... It was our rolling pin, I was, to clarify. Yes, yeah. It wasn't just like a random rolling pin I'm, that I brought in. I'm equally surprised, one, that we had a rolling pin, <laughs> yes. and two, that that's where it was found. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He is oh, skillful at <laughs> unlocking and opening the front door, but we had no idea this was occurring. Is he up? Yep. Did he? Okay. Let's, he just uh, walked in here. There's there's the guy. Hi, hey, bud. Do you want to say, you want to say hi? Can you look right here and say hi? Hi. Hi. <laughs> Are you silly? Yes. He thinks it's a camera. He's yes, like looking not, for himself. It's not a camera. Can you say hello? Okay. No, no, You're it's silly. Okay. All right. Handle um, him. We'll restart in a moment. Okay. Okay. Through the magic of editing, we're back. <laughs> and he's gone. Yes. So you. He wasn't harmed in the making of no, this no, episode. No, 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 no. He's snuggling with his big sister right now. Um. You last week talked about combs. Yes. That you had found and loved. Yes. Kent, the yes. brand, they are. And I'm only, I'm only more in love after, after another week of using it. Goodness. Everyone needs a Kent comb, a Kent brush in their life. Yeah. Incredible. Go, go buy one. They're, they're very reasonably priced. They are not an extravagance. Go do this. Yeah. Good. But the mustache wax. Mustache wax. Did we talk about it? I don't think you did. I could be wrong, but I feel like you did not. I'm I'm in a, I'm in a moment. Mm -hmm. So the, the mustache. I I can't even call it a wax. The mustache 
stuff that I'd been using is from a small, and I love I love su- supporting boutique things. Mm-hmm. It's from a small boutique, which any man that runs a boutique would be like, it's not a boutique, that's a girl word, mm-hmm. place out of Texas. Um, and instead of actually being wax-based, it's clay-based. Yeah. It's a fascinating product. I had been quite pleased with it until this last batch was different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I got frustrated. It takes a while to get through it. I should have just ordered another thing, and I guess I got scarce about it. I don't know. But I got frustrated with it, so I ordered a mustache wax from, I think the name of the company is Death Grip. Oh, that sounds freaking pretty ag- serious. Pretty aggressive, yeah. right? Crossbones and skulls and things. Dang, okay. I can't, I can't figure out if I like it or I hate it. Okay. It's, uh, I, I got their medium or whatever, not their most extreme hold. The most extreme hold is so waxy that you almost need a lighter to mm, get it to applicable. Yeah, yeah, because wax from right. beehives and things, right? Right, right, right. I don't know. This one, they've mixed oils and pine tar resin, and it's all natural. Which I, I guess is a good thing. Who wants to be rubbing unnatural things in their face hairs? You too, don't you? Yeah. That I could tell by the look on your yes. face like, you I know do. I do. I do it regularly. Okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm up in arms around this one. There are times where it feels right, but then I guess with the extra malleability of it, that with semi-warm temperatures, that while it is in your mustache, it's like, uh-uh, not, yeah. not going to do the thing you wanted me to do. It's too warm. Okay. I don't know. Well, lucky for you, it is October, and the weather is slowly but surely changing. That so is true. There's that. That is true. Um, we have a bunch of Amazon stuff that is getting delivered, just various people's needs and also mm-hmm. some wants. Um, one of the things arriving now, expected today, Amazon tells us. Yeah, we'll actually, we'll stop the episode if it arrives. Ooh. And just like, no announcement, it'll just be dead air. Yeah, then we'll do an over. unboxing on air, which is fantastic when it's on yeah. audio. People love it on yeah. unboxing. Yeah. I just hear a bunch of rustling. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, what we were, we got to talking about some nostalgic scents that we like, and you reminded me of a, a very mm-hmm. A fond memory of an, an old find of yours? Kind you of. had for a while. I haven't had it in quite a while. Um, yes. So, Clubman. No, I'm sorry. Panade. Oh, okay. Panade. P-I-N-A-U-D. Yeah. I assume I'm pronouncing it right. If somebody wants to correct me, I don't care. Panade. <laughs> Panade is a old American barbershop brand. And their Clubman scent. It's it's like crazy cheap. What is it, like nine ninety nine or seven dollars for a bottle? It's a but Clubman is a, a classic scent and there's musk and vanilla and things and stuff. And it does just so happen. Uh, th- this is the reason why they're still around after so long. It just so happens. It works well on my skin, it works well on many people's yes. skin and body chemistry. Super cheap. It's a it's a delightful fragrance. Whether you're using it as a cologne or as a aftershave, which is te- 
technically what it is, although it is an alcohol-intense aftershave, which everybody that's ever shaved and thrown alcohol in it knows that burns. Ouch, that burns. That burns. My bits are burning. Yes, it's Macaulay Culkin and Home Alone level of burning. Exactly. In fact, that's the precise what it is. Okay. And he may have even used Panod Club Man. I can't remember. It was either that or Brute, right? I think he did use Brute, in (laughs) fairness. I think you're right. Good call. But that's on its way. I'm excited about it because I enjoy the smell. I'm not shaving my beard. It's still here, but I'll I'll throw it. <laughs> dab it on your cheeks. I'll dab it on my cheeks, on behind my ears, my elbows, Elbow. my wrists, yes. and maybe even a little droplet on the nethers. Who knows? Okay. Only you will know. <laughs> you and Paul Rudd. Oh, God. <laughs> Alrighty. Okay. I mean, we're speaking of smells. We are going to do a smell thing on mic right now. Oh boy. I made a big order and I mean big to one of my favorite fragrance houses that I honestly, and this is on me, this is my fault. I mm-hmm. pretty much only order from them once a year and that's in the fall. Okay. And the name of this fragrance house is house of Gloy. Gloy. Yeah. G L O I. Oh, okay. I was thinking, Oh, why? Yeah. But O.I. is far more sophisticated. I don't know what to... Gloy sounds like crap you'd scoop out of the frying pan after it cooled down. (laughs) I don't know how to explain their name. That's not my business. But with an I. Yes. Yes. uh, With the Y, it sounds that way. With the I, it sounds... Sophisticated, More sophisticated. Maybe... And I even... This is my dedication, because I... This is my dedication to understanding this brand name. Okay. I just talked about House of Glory on Sort of Awesome on our Friday uh, Awesome List for Fall that mm-hmm. just came out. I mentioned this product on there, and I was like, I don't think I'm saying this right. I did a whole internet deep dive to figure out if I could find out. Am I supposed to be saying Glois? Like, what are we doing here? Is it Glois? It's is it French. Glois. Yeah. Anyway... Somebody on Reddit did say that they had seen an Instagram live with the owner of House of Gloy talking about products, and she herself had said House of Gloy. So okay. I'm going with House of Gloy. Okay, hey, that's not my preference. You've, but you've that's been what we're doing. you have been above and beyond in terms of responsibility on this. Thank you. So one of my favorite products that they have beyond their perfume oils is mm-hmm. their pumpkin butter that they. I think they, I don't know if they have it year round, but it's a skin butter. Like, think of body butter, right? Okay. But it's like fortified with pumpkin seed oil, something that makes it extra nourishing. Oh, yes. Everyone loves the nourishment. Yes. Well, Awesome Today fam members, Jesse Lee, Karen, I think maybe Sarah, others, really love the scent from House of Glory called Ghost Puffs. Okay. Now, I'm going to have you smell it. Is it like cheese puffs, nope. but with ghosty references? No, but smell this and tell me. Just let you don't even have to smell Marshmallows. It. Okay, marshmallow, yes. What else? Anything else come to mind for you? Maybe a little vanilla. Maybe a hint of musk, but I could be making that up. Well, let me put it on my skin, too, because you are smelling it out of the jar. Okay. This is the sound of me smelling. Cocoa. I get cocoa on your skin. That's interesting. Okay, the official scent notes, and I don't know what all she puts in there, but the official scent notes are globs of buttery popcorn and marshmallow goo. Okay, so at least I was right. Presented on on a wooden stick. 
on a wooden stick. So I think it's that's your arm. That's how like... the internet has described your arm as a wooden stick. So I was right. I think it's supposed to um, be evocative of the idea of like uh, popcorn balls, right? Yeah, like popcorn yeah, yeah. balls at a fall Cook, carnival, cooked over an open fire. <laughs> no one does that. It smells so good, and I am so mad at myself that I only got that scent in the body butter or the pumpkin. Okay, butter I thought you were going to say only this time of year, and I was going to say. If you wore this in the spring, you'd smell like an idiot. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I'm, I am going to wear this like every day for all of October and November. And then if it's not gone, it will be gone. You, could, you could sneak it into January. Maybe, Maybe February if the, weather, if the temperatures stay in the right range. I don't range. know. This is, to me, this is a fall hayride. This is a, a church carnival that's like a harvest fest because they can't... Why does it got to be the church? Because they can't bring themselves to celebrate Halloween. Oh, uh, well, so it's a, fall a lot festival. of churches can. But a lot of churches can't. Okay. Listen, Look. it, it, wasn't, it wasn't not the churches that created Trunk or Treat. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I just... I am... I'm obsessed with this scent right now, but I know it's going to be one of those limited moments. Like, okay. when I'm over this, I'm over it, and I will not reach for it again. But So it's not your Panade Club Men. No. It won't revisit at anything other than a specific time of year. Exactly. What if you lived somewhere that only ever got as cold as, say, 71 degrees? I think I personally would still wear this because of the fact that it would remind me of my growing up years. Okay. In That's a fair. more temperate environment. That's fair. Um, so there's that. Now I'm going to tell you guys a, a not awesome because I feel like the people need to know. Oh no! You know I've been enjoying. This is the unawesome portion. It's just I'm just going to briefly mention it. Okay. I've been enjoying doing press on nails. Mm-hmm. I found, and these have been out for a while. Oh my gosh! But I just like for the first time was like, ooh, maybe because I hate the process of taking off press on nails. I thought, hey, they the same company that makes the press-ons that i love which is called kiss the wait you're saying press-on for all the categories and i'm getting confused the same company that makes press-ons you like you bought press-ons from with the same company that makes what that you like okay there is a company and they are called kiss okay they make up two s's one k yes k-i-s-s they make a variety of products that i like so you tried their press-ons. I have, and I love their press-ons. They're my favorite press-ons. Okay. But that's not the unawesome, okay? Okay. The I'm unawesome to walk. is that Kiss also makes stick-on nails. Oh. Stick-ons. Now you've completely blown my whole perspective on the world. I didn't know there was such a thing as a stick-on nail. There are. They're just literally nail do you press it on you do have to press it on to apply it but they damn go, it man there's no logic here they go right over your natural nail yeah so do press-ons fair point i hate these stick-on nails and okay this is the unawesome so it's the stick-ons yeah what's the difference in a press-on and a stick-on okay these are like they're made out of like a, a, a thicker sticker material and a more substantive substantial adhesive okay, okay. <clears throat> but, but is it already on the nail, or are you applying it? You apply it to your natural nail. Okay. Um, the problem is, is that you really should only wear these. I think if you had long natural nails, yeah, these could work really well. Okay, I'm the village idiot. Well, I like to wear press-ons because they give me some length. Okay, but I want to ask a question. Yeah. And I'm, I'm admitting up front, I'm the village idiot on this. I don't know. 
if you already have long natural nails, why are you putting mm-hmm. fake nails on top of long natural nails? Because, I don't know. Because like if you want to do like nail art, like they come in all, like I did the most look at my nails. Okay. They're like, yeah, they're, they're like buff. they look bedazzled. No, There's jewels no, and glitter no. and just, rivets of all things. There's these are rivets. Just plain in them. pink. They're fine. But anyway, these are not working for me. Okay. okay. I know. I'm sure there's plenty of people who what, love What they do wrong? Um, first of all, they look shitty. Okay. For well, me. That's and all the further you have me. to go. Maybe that's on me. Maybe I did not apply them correctly. They look terrible. And they also they feel terrible. And I don't know how to take them off. Do they smell bad? Because that'd be the trifecta of terribleness. I just hate these. And also, I do fake nails so that I can get some length. Because my natural nails do not, well, hmm. Maybe my natural nails could be long, but when my natural nails get long, I compulsively pick them. I peel them off. It's a true thing. I've seen it happen. You've seen it happen. This has been it's the story of my life. like the female version of Dahmer put out by Netflix. <laughs> Great. Thank you. I feel very affirmed and it's, validated in that. It's pretty rabid what happens. Yeah. I just, I can't grow my nails long because I will, I will self-sabotage my nails. I get it. But if I have fake nails on... Then I don't mess with them. I love them. They make me happy. But with these, you mess with them. I just, I just don't. I don't know. I'm telling you. I'm not asking. Actually, I've watched you mess with them. I can't peel them because they have these stickers over them. Yeah, but but they look nasty on me. Okay. I'm sure there's plenty of people who have stick-on nails that they love. So it's the stick-ons, not the press-ons, not the glue-ons. It's the stick-ons. Not calculus here. Well, it is too what the German people would refer to as a virgin, the virgin of nails. I've never worn any of these. I don't, I don't know what you're talking you about. You compulsively trim your nails. Not compulsively. Um, Once a week, I clip my nails. Okay. Maybe I should have said fastidiously on a schedule. Okay. As the Germans do <laughs> <laughs> with actually uh-huh. nail clippers made by Germans. Ah. Nice. That's why I get so peeved when I go to grab the only the only nail clippers in the house worth a damn, and one of you has borrowed them and not put them back. Yes. Okay. Um, I don't know. There's not a good segue for this, but I do want to mention this. Well, pumpkin butter and this next topic are effectively the same thing. No, that's not true at all. I have a problem with my left leg. Mm-hmm. It's, it's called pumpkin butter. <laughs> yep, and my leg is made of pumpkin butter. That's right. That's right. I have it. But it's the pumpkins on November twenty oh, seventh yeah. okay, that were around yes. for October thirty first. That, that is a very good metaphor for what has happened to my arch on my left foot over time. It has rotted like a pumpkin sitting like a on pumpkin. the porch. Yes. <laughs> okay. I knew we'd bring it home. Yes. And it affects my entire leg all the way up into my hip. And sometimes the pain flares up. And even into your neck. Uh, the whole thing. It's, Everything's it's a connected. Mess. It's a mess. Everything everywhere all the time. Yeah. All of that. So earlier this week, or last week as the people are listening, I had gone on a walk to try to like get some, I don't know, muscle ease some of the muscle tension in my leg because it was hurting so bad. Okay. But I wore, I wore the wrong damn shoes. The wrong damn shoe. I wore the blister makers, not dire makers, but um, blister fact, makers. Yes, blister maker 2000 yes. is the brand name of the shoe. Never buy it I, unless you like blisters. Literally. Now, I'd already worn these on a hike, and that was when the blisters had formed. Mm-hmm. And then 
I made it once around the block, and I was like, I had to hobble home because the pain was so intense from the blistering. Yes, she actually borrowed a neighbor's dog, strapped it to her left foot, and let it run for her left leg stepping while her right leg hobbled to keep up because that dog was a little faster than you anticipated. Am I wrong? That is such a cartoonish description. That's what it looked like. I was out on the front porch as you arrived home, and I was no. like, good Lord, what's she doing to that dog? Hope dogs were involved <laughs> in my blister-filled jaunt. But I came home, and I was like, I was still in a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, it just occurred to me, like, on a, uh, I, I can't even say on a whim, but just like the thought occurred to me, maybe I should do some stretching. Maybe, maybe it'll feel better if I rub some pumpkin butter on it. <laughs> that burns. It burns. Maybe uh, I could do a little yoga. I did a very short 20-minute workout of okay. yoga, and I don't, you shouldn't say workout, a yoga flow for 20 minutes. It was a... <laughs> A yoga-adjacent movement series? Yeah. No, it was true yoga, but it was very basic. Okay. Very elementary. And that 20 Just minute, lay down and do happy baby probably <laughs> for not. 20 minutes. Um, that 20 minutes of yoga that I did that was very, very elementary, very simplistic, very easy, helped my leg. The rest okay. of the week it was feeling better. Interesting. Even a little bit of yoga, a small application okay. of something is sometimes all you need. So you weren't a, a yoga superstar. I wish I that I were, but honestly... But you didn't have to be. Here's the thing with yoga and me and me and yoga. I have enough Gemini as a full Gemini. I'm not only Gemini sun, but Gemini moon. I'm a double Gemini. That's terrifying and explains a lot. It does explain a lot, including why I'm not good at yoga because I find it to be boring. Now, I okay. like the effects of yoga, Okay, but it is a lot of holding a pose. Yeah. And I understand that, that that is part of the discipline of it, is to be able to be still and be intentional and hold poses. I get it. It's just that I find myself getting bored with it. Okay. I don't know enough about yoga to criticize you, or I would. You're, you're trying to, you're like, oh, oh, I can see the wheels turning. They are. Maybe I'll come up with a new form of sort of yoga. I wish somebody would invent that. Yeah, sort of yoga. I think you, maybe you just did. Okay. Um, something that I didn't have to invent is Irish whiskey. Hey, thank you, Some, Irish. Something else I was born with. That's true. Whiskey in the veins. No, just kidding. But I do enjoy whiskey. It's good. Whiskey's good. Whiskey's great. Whiskey's awesome, and whiskey is amazing. All of those things. So I did pop into our neighborhood liquor store Mm -hmm. and And by pop in she means she kicked the door open like the police and stole three bottles before they knew what to do i don't even think they knew who she is they called me i paid them via debit card before you got home (laughs) (laughs) um i was wandering around looking for one thing that Mm -hmm. they did not have in stock and that was natterjack which we've talked about on awesome natterjack is a wonderful Wonderful Irish whiskey. Yeah, they did not have that, but they did have something that seemed to have good ratings on uh, the rating system. Mm-hmm. By Which is Advocate, a scale of something to another thing. Okay. And I picked up a bottle of Teeling. Yes. T E E L I N G. Just like it sounds. Just like it sounds. And it was, I would say, delightful. It was delightful. And I say was after like past tense because it's been killed. Yeah. It's dead. It's all of it was drank. 
It was a very good whiskey. Yes. How dare us overlook the Irish? I know. They know their whiskey, damn it. There's not a lot of things we know, but we do know our whiskey. That was... So everybody has, like, their own scale and metrics and whatnot, right? Mm Mm-hmm. That's kind of the beauty of of beverages or foods. Yeah. I, I wouldn't put this in the camp of, like, I allow myself a thimbleful over half of a oh, square no. cube of ridiculousness. It's not, like, hoity-toity. No, but, it's not. But you pour a, a just a regular sipper, small yeah. pour of this over a cube of ice. It is a delight. Yeah, it is a delight. It's very good whiskey. Thank you. Also, thank you for making something delicious for lunch today. And that was inspired by our daughter. Yes. Yes. Who asked for Tex-Mex because she comes by it honestly. She does. She was born in the in the region of Yeah, she was born Tex-Mex-ery. in the heart of Tex-Mex. And uh, you made not only some delicious tacos, but what made them delicious yeah. was? The the secret ingredient was a, a creation of a, a street corn... I get, what do you call it? Is it a sauce, a salsa, a something? Hmm. I wouldn't call it a sauce. It's a, it's a lazy version, too, which I think, or I guess you could get all pro about it and call it a street corn hack. Okay. If people want that. Um, I bought two cans of, of sweet corn. Instead of buying cobs of sweet corn and roasting it on the grill and all of that, which, yeah. You can be hardcore and do that. And you should. It's delicious. I bought two cans of sweet corn. I drained them. I did my best very awkwardly with a paper towel to dry them somewhat. I sliced up a red onion. I sliced up a bell pepper. Put all these, covered them in olive oil, a very healthy dose of garlic and tahine seasoning. And then I roasted them in the oven at 475 for probably 40 minutes when it was all said and done. Mixed that with crumbled cotija cheese and what else? A lot of mayo, some cilantro, some sliced green onion. Sour cream? Or just just a little squeeze of sour cream, but it was okay. predominantly mayo. And because you are a maniac, you also splash some malted vinegar in there. A little bit of malted vinegar because I'm a perverse in that way. And a healthy dose of lime juice. Yeah. Then I got those roasted things out. I dumped it in. I mixed it all together. And it's on the counter now with a very healthy skin over it because it's been sitting there for a while. And even still, you're like, you know what? Give me the skin. I'll eat it. Mm-hmm. It was very good. It was the absolute game changer yeah, it, in the tacos you made. Today. You wanted other things in there for some some argumentative flavors, but you didn't really care what they were. Yes. It was good. It was so good. All right. Before we close the show, we do have one final note that you've kind of been alluding to and uh, softly mentioning, but now you can officially talk about it. I can, although I probably could have. Okay. And we've buried the lead for months. I don't know. In April of this, well, let's go back in time further. In 2014, I started an independent business. I had a business partner, so it was two of us, 50-50, that started a thing. And in April of this year, it it was abundantly clear that that business was done. But as unwinds go, it's taken some time. As of October 1st, Saturday... Yeah, Saturday. Saturday, yeah, yes. you know. Oh, I know. It's like it on one of the calendar. few dates I've ever known in my life. Yeah. 
I am completely, officially, unequivocally, unmistakably done yep. with that. All of my legal ownership is no longer. That is all done, and we are in a a new adventure yes. of things that maybe we will, maybe we won't talk about it another time. I don't know. Uh, but Man Alive, you know, this is the awesome show, so I don't want to get unawesome. For sure. But I'm going to tell you. As awesome as things are and will be, there was a lot of moments that didn't feel very damn awesome along the way. Yeah. And that was a, that was a struggle yeah. on a wrestling match and maybe a boxing match also, potentially some Krav Maga. Whoa. Maybe some Kung Fu. Dang. And a little bit of Karate. Okay. It was, it's tough. Mm-hmm. Sometimes in life, things, sometimes in life, the best things don't feel very damn good as they're happening. Mm. Um, but we're yeah we're we're coming out the other side of that and I guess I I mean I asked you to put that in the notes it's not like you tricked me into something I guess I <laughs> wanted to throw that in there because yeah there there's for all of you awesome people out there there's stuff sometimes that's awesome that doesn't feel very good for a while as it's getting towards awesome don't give up hang in there I feel like Stephen King gave this the perfect metaphor for this with the end of With Shawshank breaking Redemption. someone's legs with a sledgehammer. No, wrong way. Wrong way. Yeah, wrong, wrong story. Okay. Uh, at the end of Shawshank Redemption, when Andy Dufresne has to uh, get through the yep. tunnel of shit to make it to freedom. Yeah, and that's when it was. Yeah. So. Indeed. All right. Well, the Teats kids have released yep, themselves. They've from decided their... it's done. They're stomping down the stairs right now. So, in the meantime, everyone, hey. Don't even think about not having an awesome today. Would you? Please do. Bye. Bye. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.